sexy. So now the storm of confessions of a basement dwell sexy, Sam Song Bitch. Hey you guys, it's me, Jake Esso, with another installation. God damn it, I can never say installment. Installation, installation. Another installment of Confessions of a It's where you skip class, yeah. And smoke dope with your buddies and play Gran Turismo. <laughs> I've never played Gran Turismo, never. I don't play any racing games. It just doesn't interest me. So that's why today we're going to review a game that couldn't be less of a racing game. And it's gotten some of the best reviews in gaming history. And I don't think today's review will be any different. Call me a bandwagon writer or call me a sensible guy that appreciates a fun experience. This game is The Last of Us Remastered for PlayStation 4. I think this is a PlayStation exclusive. Ha ha, suckers on Xbox. You cannot play this game. Ha 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 Unless you buy a PlayStation. And if you did, good for you. Ha 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 But yeah, this is um, The Last of Us remastered for playstation 4 so it was originally released on ps3 and uh people loved it and i didn't play it because i wasn't really sure if i was gonna love it because it's a naughty dog first of all let's say naughty dog's awesome it's uncharted it's crash bandicoot it's jack and daxter a bunch of games that people have been playing for years and uncharted i guess you could say is their sort of flagship enterprise franchise and which for good reason the uncharted it's a whole other review i've i'm a huge fan of those games it's a perfect balance for me of third person action adventure perfect balance but this is action adventure survival horror if you're familiar with survivor horror you would know that resident evil is sort of the flagship survival horror franchise and this is naughty dog's first attempt at survival horror which I am a big fan of. I've played survival horror games since PlayStation 1. You know, when they, I think that was, you know, I don't think they had a survival horror games for Sega Genesis because there's just not enough, and there wasn't a capacity. It was like Castlevania and stuff like that. But uh, I don't, you know. So I love, I really enjoy survival horror, survival horror games. They're fun. I like the whole, you know, searching, recovering, reconnaissance aspects of it. I love the whole sort of, you know, all you have is what's on your back sort of idea. It's different than the first person shooters where you have this like wheel of weapons that you just select from and endless ammunition, endless health and bunch of armor. So this game, The Last of Us, might be the best survival horror game ever made. And I get it. I get it. I... This game is huge. You're playing a movie that is a really good movie. So the fact that it's an interactive survival horror game that is better than most movies that are scary or uh, dystopic or post-apocalyptic does a lot for this game. <laughs> like It's pretty incredible. I couldn't believe it. I put off playing it for so long because I was like, I don't know. It doesn't look that great. I don't like how the girl looks like Ellen Page. I don't like Ellen Page. And it's not voiced by Ellen Page. That's the other game I reviewed called Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Buttholes. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, yeah, so it's Nolan North voices the... Or is it Nolan North? Or is it... Travis Bickle. Maybe it's Travis Bickle. 
Hey, that cannot be Travis Bickle. So it's voiced by uh, someone. Joel, it's the character Joel. He's the lead character. You start at the very beginning. It's a zombie game. It's a zombie game, but it's a sort of like fungal zombie thing versus a, I don't know, virus zombie thing. And there's also cannibals. You guys like cannibals. So I love cannibals. And this game definitely sells me on cannibals. So this game, you're Joel, and you start at the very beginning of the outbreak when it it sort of just sweeps through the city, and you're escaping with your brother, and it's highly cinematic, and very highly, like, very realized uh, cityscapes, and and the, the rioting and the panic in the city, it's incredible. I'm instantly sucked into a game that I waited like two years to play instantly. And so in your Joel and then you're, you know, you're with your daughter and horrible things happen. And then it flash forward 20 years. So you're now 20 years into the apocalypse, which I find fascinating because most of the time you're playing with in and around the first few years or watching or in and around the first couple years. And the thing about this is it's 20 years later and things haven't gotten better. They've just survived. So cities are, you know, ghost, ghost Pittsburgh, ghost Boston. There's military checkpoints everywhere. There's zombies of different varying degrees of sort of consumption. And then there's marauders and bandits and cannibals and rapists at every turn. And you play Joel. (laughs) <laughs> and, and poor old Joel, who's now 50. People are always arguing about what his age is. And he's pushing 50, you know. And you get uh, sort of put into a position where you have to take on a mission from this resistance. They're called the Fireflies. And they're sort of an anti-military resistance group. And some people feel like they're doing the Lord's work. And some people feel like they should just work with the military. And they're really bad for what's left of society. And in doing so, working with these fireflies, you get tasked with having to escort a young girl named Ellie, who is really cool character, by the way, all across the post-apocalyptic U.S. Like you have to start, you start in Boston, you go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, you might, I can't remember if you end up in Atlanta or you're all over the fucking map, which is also very cool. And it's done sort of in real time and then it flashes forward and it'll say Pittsburgh and then it'll say, you know, Tallahassee. (laughs) But it's, it's a really cool relationship between the two of them. And it reminds me a lot of the relationship between Lee and Clementine in the Telltale games. And this is cool because there's no sort of choose your own adventure, who are you going to trust stuff, but the story is very good. And it's very, uh, very good script, very fully, fully flushed, fleshed out, you know, but it's cool that they didn't do that because it's sort of trendy to do that right now with like, who are you going to trust? And I feel like Telltale does that really well already. So they didn't need to do that. But it is about sort of a young girl and a disenfranchised uh, middle-aged guy put together by circumstance, and they have to learn to get along and survive together and end up becoming very close because, no spoilers, terrible things happened to Joel 20 years ago with his daughter. So, no spoilers. And so, while we're sewing it up around here, you find out that, no spoilers, uh, well, spoilers, that Ellie is immune 
to the fungus, the zombie disease. She's been bitten and it's been two plus weeks and she, you know, you turn within hours in this universe and she hasn't turned. And so you get tasked to take her across to the, the fireflies headquarters, which is in the South somewhere. And you're in Boston and you basically have to go on foot and, it just opens up this amazing storyline that you go all over. You're in different, there's really cool sort of cityscapes. And then there's really cool sort of rural scapes and, and like sort of forest atmospheres. And then there's a really cool sort of winter atmosphere where you get to play as Ellie. You sort of cycle through back and forth, but you're mostly Joel. But there is a whole storyline where Joel is injured. And so you have to play Ellie for a, big long chapter what introduces these cannibal folks like the terminus guys from walking dead and ellie has to sort of survive them get the means she needs to to um heal joel and get joel out of there before they find them both and it's just it, it's 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 really incredible i get it. i get it. it's not hype this they put a lot of care into this game and nothing seems rushed uh so when you are joel the gameplay is really interesting. It is very similar to third-person action survival horror. Like if you played Resident Evil 4 or Resident Evil 5, Resident Evil 6 doesn't count because it sucks. Um, you, you know, it's third-person. There's some really cool upgrading elements that aren't c- too convoluted. Um, you, you, you can craft things. You can craft shivs and shanks and health packs. You can craft Molotov cocktails. You can craft sort of uh, dirty bombs and stuff like that, smoke bombs. And you have to use all of these things throughout the course of the game. And you have very limited inventory, which is realistic, you know. And the thing with the shivs, you, you make it. And it doesn't last you the entire length of the game. You have to use it. You can use it once or twice, and then it breaks or it's dull, and it, you can't use it anymore. You have to make a new one. So you're constantly looking for uh, metal scraps, and then like you know, uh, paper scraps or uh, fabric scraps to fashion these things, which really keeps uh, the tension high because you need weapons. You can you can do melee stuff. You can get bats. You can get clubs and then you can fashion the clubs and bats and and uh, you know whatever two by fours and, and reinforce them with metal objects so you can use them as more lethal weapons when you're fighting these zombies and again the zombies come in different degrees they're sort of i don't know what they call them. they call them well, there's one that are they're runners so these zombies can run which is a big part of the game because they're not the slow moving sort of scraping along zombies. They, they zero in on you and they're coming for your throat. And then there's these clickers that can't see, but have a really heightened sense of smell. And they're a lot more deadly. They're like the sort of next phase of the zombie transitioning. And then there's these other ones that have been zombies for a really long time. And who knows what happened to them. And they're sort of like, they're called them bloaters. They're kind of like from dead Island. If you play dead Island, and they're huge and fat and they sort of emit this toxic gas that you know ellie's immune to but Jolie has to wear a gas mask where he coughs and it takes your health down 
And also, you, you have to, like, they're a lot harder to kill. Sort of like the well walker from Walking Dead Season 2, when they're, like, huge and bloated and disgusting, and they're coming for you, and they're going to eat you. And it gets tense, because there's a lot of stealth. You don't have unlimited rounds. You get a pistol here, a pistol there. You get a rifle. You get a bow and arrow, which is good for stealth use, because there's no flash, no bang you get you know you eventually you get sort of like this cool magnum pistol you get a revolver you get yeah i think it's like a 1911 kind of thing so you're getting weapons you're upgrading them you get tool tool um parts and you can go to tool benches that you can only go through certain points in the game to upgrade your weapons and your holsters and stuff so you can carry more ammunition or carry more weapons you know as you move along because you're going to need it because it gets tense because you're fighting marauders so those guys have guns and weapons and a lot of times they're almost more difficult than the zombies because with the zombies you can incorporate a lot of the stealth elements which is a huge part of the game because you really have to you can go full force but you're going to run out all your ammo you're going to fuck up your weapons and you know you're probably not going to last long and then you have to use all your health and your medic metal medical kits which you have to fashion out of alcohol and scraps of fabric you know so you have to really incorporate stealth you have this thing sort of like a second vision which is like the um sort of arkham arkham game detective mode where you sort of get this like sort of cool blue shadowy outline of any uh, enemies that are in the area and then you can upgrade that with um, you get these sort of supplements, and you can use the supplements to upgrade your health, upgrade your extra senses. There's a whole other upgrade your you know uh, strength, weapon use, this sort of thing, which is really cool. The upgrade system is really fun, man, because a lot of games do this, but sometimes sometimes they don't do it well, or it's just too too picky picky ticky tacky you know this is very straightforward it's very easy to see and view and piece it all together so it makes the game a lot more streamlined you're in the menu uh you're in the items menu you're back in the game you're back and forth and it's not it doesn't take a lot you know and it's realistic to your scenario that's the thing about resident evil is that you're in these really dire situations but you got you know you can get like the the freaking ar-15 and the automatic shotgun and every time you break a barrel there's money inside like you don't even have money i don't think you're not you know there's no stores you're not buying weapons you know there's like markets and shit where you barter but you don't even do that in the game it's really more it's not an open world game you know you're not like going to the merchant and buying new clothes you know you get new shirts and stuff if you purchase with points but those are like in the new game plus so there's a lot of exploration they say of the human condition and uh it's very true to the fact of uh ellie being a 14 year old who's only known this world by the way because she is 14 and this has been going on for 20 plus years so she's never known a world not inside of the apocalypse and which is interesting for her relationship with joel there's also a dlc called the last of us left behind where you play ellie before she encounters joel it's sort of like a short prequel game where you're ellie and it's not very action-packed but you get a whole insight into her life and her friendship with her best friend riley and sort of you find out how she was in fact bit which is really cool because you the her being bit and surviving is what plays a huge part in this game 
uh, what else to say about this man you know you have uh long range rep- weapons you have shotguns uh the zombies are really interesting to kill you really have to incorporate stealth oh listen mode that's what it's called that's the stealth mode where you get to listen and you have to watch you have to fight soldiers so they're a lot more difficult to kill and you meet up like sort of friends who help you and you have a uh, joel has a brother and you have to meet up with him and you're traveling you're on horseback for a time it's just a huge game and it's highly cinematic visually stunning and the gameplay is equal to or greater than any of the survival horror games that i've played in the past it really is and actually i'm going to e3 in two days and sony just announced that they're showing a sort of teaser trailer for the last of us 2 so i'm really glad i got to play this game before going to e3 but for the first time we got press badges what up no we got press badges for e3 so this is exciting and i'm really looking forward to the second game of this it's not even scheduled till 2018 though because that's how long it takes to make a game of this size and this detail it's a it's a it's a near flawless game for you know anyone anyone who likes good gaming experiences but especially people that enjoy third person action adventure games if you're a counter-strike guy or if you're like a world of warcraft league of legends kind of guy this might not be for you but if you just are you enjoy really really good gameplay really really good stories and you're someone who enjoys a campaign sort of single player action adventure game you cannot miss with this Uh, it's better than any assassin's creed game it's better than the list goes on. The only games it's not really better than, or it is better than, but not superior than, are the Uncharted games. So you got to shout out uh, Naughty Dog to start with something like Crash Bandicoot, and then to sort of end up in things like The Last of Us and Uncharted is pretty phenomenal. Although I am looking for a PlayStation 4 Crash Bandicoot game, I'm not going to lie. That would be dope. So look up Last of Us. I mean, it's everywhere. You can't miss it. It's not exactly an indie game, but it is probably one of my favorite games I've ever played. And sometimes the games that sell the most do because they're awesome, which is good, which is good that that happens still. So this has been another uh, installment. I did it of Confessions of a Basement with your friend and fellow jerk, jerk squad enthusiast, Jake Esso, Harold and Take it easy.